The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Yevamot. Masechet Yevamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha Varvacha Bechol Maaseyadav may be zocheh to raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nahat, he should have many more children with health and happiness, and he should have berachah bakol mikol kol, him and his entire family, amen. Just a note of interest, as we study Masechet Yebamot, many of the cases need diagrams, we have chosen the Sefer Siurim Le Masechet Yebamot as our uh, book for the diagrams written by Aaron Shalomo Berabi Baruch Moshe Hafner available in the bookstore so we refer to pages we are using uh, that sefer Daf Kaf Aleph today's Daf has been dedicated by Dr. Isaac Mehedeb and his wife Lily in memory of Marie Mehedeb Bat Jamile Ruach Hashem Tanihena Begin Eden Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Mishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihena Begin Eden Amen. We begin today's daf on Chaf Aleph Amudishon, ten lines from the top. Amarava Remez Lishiniot Menatora Minayim. We learned in our Mishnah that Hachamim came along and instituted. Shiniyot le'irva, which literally means secondaries, which means they added to the arayot that are forbidden from the Torah, secondary arayot, that are only assumed Rabbanan. So the Gemara wants to know, do we have an allusion to these shiniyot from the Torah? Do we have a remez from the Torah? So he says, we do. Shine'imar, ki et kol at-tu'evot ha'el asu anshe'a aris. In the pasuk that talks about arayot, it says the word to'evot, the abominations, ha'el. Now, el, that she says, is mashma alashon of kashot, which means it sounds like the harsh ones, implying that there's harsh arayot, and there must also be then not harsh arayot, which would be the secondaries. So the Torah says, ha'el kashot. The word ha'el is a harsh word, which is mashma, that there's harsh arayot or stringent arayot. Michlal the ikarakot, which implies that there must be also rakot, lighter ones. That must be umayni nu shiniot. Umeem de ha'el lishna de kashehu. Where do we know that the word ha'el has that connotation of being a harsh word? Dechtiv et ele ha'ares lakah. So the Gemara quotes a pasuk actually in Yehoshkel. Talks about that he took the strong ones of the land. Ele ha'aris. So the word el means the strong ones. Let us say that this is arguing on Rabbi Levi. Amar Rabbi Levi, kashe onshin shel midot yoter me onshin shel arayot. The punishment for those people that are not careful when it comes to their measures and weights, which means they're cheating their scales. The punishment for that is even greater. And those that involve themselves in arayot. How do we know that? el. 
which means by arayot, it only says the word el. However, by midot, by the measures, it says the word el. The actual pasuk is ki to'avat Hashem kol ose el. So that she says, from the fact that it's, it says it's stronger than arayot, because by midot, it uses the word el. It's mashma that the word el, that's written by arayot, is really not a strict language. Sounds like Ele is the strict language. So Gemara says, El Kashe. Really? No. El is also Kashe. The Ele Kashe Me'el. It's just that the word Ele is even a stronger language than El. Gabe Arayot Name Haketiv Ele. So the Gemara says, huh? What are you talking about, Levi? You're telling me that Midot, the punishment is greater because it says the word Ele and not El. But by Arayot, it also says the word Ele. It says, Mikol Toevota Ele Venikretu. So, therefore, what is that word Ele coming to tell us? That's coming to tell us that only Arayot are subject to the punishment of Karet and not Midot. So, the person says, Mikol Toevota Ele Venikretu. That only if you do these abominations are you subject to karet. So the word ele is an exclusionary term by arayot. And then it says the word el, which is a harsh term, but it says the word ele by midot, which is a stronger term, to teach us the punishment for midot is greater. So the Gemara says, elamai humrayu. So then the Gemara says, so what's the stringency? If you're telling me that midot don't get karet, why is it stringent then? Gilu uh, arayot. It comes to Gilu Arayot, a person is able to repent. So long as he didn't bring a Mamzeriyat into the world, so his repentance is, uh, is, he has an ability to repent. However, if a person stole, for example, his measures weren't straight, and he stole from the Rabim, it's very difficult to return Gezil the Rabim. How are you going to find everybody that you stole from? Even though the Gemara gives an advice that the Yasud Sibur, you should get involved in public works. That's the way you pay back the Sibur, but it's not Teshuvah Shelema. So therefore, Kashe on Chin Shemidot is much harder to repent. So anyway, that is the first source that we know Shiniyot from Remez. You know it from the key, it called Toivot Ha'il. Rav Yehuda Amar Me'acha Rav Yehuda quotes a pasuk from Kohelet The pasuk says Ve'izen ve'hikir tiken meshalim arbe Shalom HaMelech He was izen ve'hikir So the Gemara explains What does izen mean? The Gemara is going to say izen comes from the Lashon Oznaim Which in this context means handles Ve'amar Ula'a Amar ve'l'azar Kodem sheba shilomo Hayta Torah dome lechififa She'en na'oznaim Before Shilomo HaMelech came along The Torah was analogous to a basket That did not have any handles Which means it was difficult To lift up Or it was difficult to follow Hatsheba shilomo ve'asala oznaim So Shilomo HaMelech made handles Which the Gemara's mashal over here is The handles are the Gezerot Rabbanan now by making the Gezerot the Banan, the law itself is now doable. Because the law on its own was very hard to follow. Because people 
we're coming too close to the law, or to transgressing it. So the Torah couldn't have been, you couldn't fulfill it, you couldn't lift it. By putting the Gezerot to the Banan, specifically the Shiniyot, now it fenced the person, so it kept the person away from the actual Arayot. So now the Torah handles, which means you were able to uphold it, you were able to fulfill it. Now she says, Oznayim shel kupa le'echoz ben kupa u'mishtamerit shelo tipol hachaname al yedish sheniot b'trachakim min arayot. So to hear al yedish sheniot, person distances himself from the arayot. And she also says that we learned in Masechet uh, Arubin that Shlomo Amelik gave a lot of sevarot uh, uh, to the different laws of the Torah and added many of the laws. Rav Oshaya gives a third remez to where we know the rabbis instituted Shiniyot. And he quotes a pasuk in Mishle. The word Pera'ehu over here means to let it grow. Like we talked about Gadel Pera'ehu by the Nazir. So Pera'ehu means you should cause the Torah to become greater than it is. Add to the Torah. Now she says, In order that you don't come to transgress it. So the Pasuk in Add to the laws of the Torah. For what purpose? In order that you will not transgress it. Which is an implication over here. Add the Shiniyot. Add the secondaries to the Arayot. In order that you won't come to transgress on the law of the Arayot themselves. Amar Rav Ashe, Mashal de Rav Oshaya lemadavar dome. Mashal, so we'll give an example to Rav Oshaya's pasuk that he just quoted. Le'adam mishamir pardes to a person that's watching an orchard. Mishamiro mibachutz if he stands outside of the field in front of the entire field, kulo mishamir. So the whole entire field now is protected because nothing can get in. But if he's only watching the field from within, what's in front of him is protected. That what's behind him is not protected. So he was saying that when you have the shiniyot, that's like having somebody stand in front of the field. Protects the whole entire field. Well, you don't have the shiniyot, you just have the arayot. So the arayot are protected, but nothing else. So the Gemara says, no, this statement that you quoted, or Mashal that Moshaya quoted, for Rav Bidutai. This is a, uh, it's, a it's, it's it's not accurate, or it's a it's a lie. Why? Because the Mashal is not accurate to what we're trying to compare. In the example of the field, at least the fellow that's watching inside the field, the inside is protected. If it wasn't for the fence that we put around the field, even the inside of the field would not be protected. In the mashal, the guard that's sitting in the field at least protects what's inside the field. But by our nimshal, if you don't have shiniyot, even the inside, even the arayot themselves are not going to be protected. People are going to transgress on the arayot gufa. So therefore the mashal is not accurate. Yes, if you have a guard outside the field, everything is protected. But if you don't have the guard outside the field, even the inside is going to get uh, damaged. In the sense that without Shiniyot Arva, people are going to come to transgress the Arva itself. It's either all or nothing.
So therefore, that mashal is an inaccurate biduta. It's a lie. Ravkana brings yet a fourth source. For how do we know that Achirin gave the remez for Shniyot Tumah? Torah says, make a fence or a protection for my Mishmeret. Asu Mishmeret Mishmarti. Make a protection for Mishmarti, for my Protection, which means the Torah is considered the protection, but make a fence around it. Mishmeret le mishmarti. Amar de Abayin Rav Yosef ad oraitai. So give us what do you mean? Shniyot are only rabbinical. But you quote me a pasuk that make a fence, make a mishmeret for the mishmarti for the Torah. So that sounds like shniyot would be then a de oraita, because according to pasuk the Torah, Kamara says de oraita upershu rabbanan. Yes, it really is Deoraita, but the reason why we call Shiniyot the Banan is because they interpreted it. Which means the Torah gives uh, the rabbis rights to make the Shiniyot, make a Mishmeret, and the rabbis just translate it exactly how it manifests. But it's really a Torah law. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, Kola Torah Nameh Pirshu Rabbanan. The whole Torah is an interpretation of the Hakamim. Really, Shiniyot are all Midrabbanan. And the Pasuk Vasu Mishmeret Le Mishmarti is strictly an Asmachta. It's just a Remez. So therefore, it comes out that really it's rabbinical by nature. The laws of Shiniyot the Tum'ah, of Shiniyot Ta'arayot. And the, the deen that we said over here, Mishmeret Le Mishmarti, that's just an Asmachta, that's a Pasuk, that Ha'chamim Paradeim is for there. Takana. Can be. The built in of the Torah did give to Arayis Lotikrivu. The Shniyot seems to be something above and beyond that that the Rabbanan. Where's Lotikrivu? On air. Lotikrivu? No, it means, okay, you're saying that the Gemara didn't bring down Lotikrivu. Yeah, but is on Nida, no? Just on Nida. We are not Erva. It's in the context of Nida, but it says Erva. Yeah, no, we learn Lotikrivu is on all the Arayis. So, in other words, there is a Siyat the Torah gave. That's why I thought maybe the... Didn't bring that one, but that's a good one. It, yeah, in other words, then the Shniyot seem to be like Mafria, expanded. Something it's very strong. nice one, by the way. That's, 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 that's a nice one. Don't yeah. come close. Gemara yeah. continues. We have a Brayta. Now, what are these Shniyot exactly? So, the Gemara is going to list eight Shniyot, eight secondaries. Now keep in mind, all the purpose of the Shiniyot La'arayot is really to protect and serve as a fence to the main Arayot that are forbidden from the Torah. So in every Shiniyot we have to track exactly what, what is it trying to fence. Which Isur de Oraita is the Shini trying to protect. So the first one is Ma'im Shiniyot Em Immo. Em Imo is his mother's mother. I mean, a grandmother. Obviously, that's coming to protect Imo. Because Imo, his mother, is in Ervam in Torah. So the Hachamim went a generation above it. And we also said, Em Imo. The Em Abiv. And his grandmother, meaning his father's mother. Now, Em Abiv is really Asur. Atu Em Imo. And Im Imo is Asur, Atu Imo. 
So therefore it's a Gezerah, the Gezerah, seemingly, the Gemara will tell us it's not a Gezerah, the Gezerah, it's not a decree to a decree, because really the rabbis at one sitting just made a Gezerah, all grandmothers, therefore it's considered one Gezerah. The Eshet Abi Abiv, that would be um, his grandfather's wife, now that's coming to protect Eshet Abiv. Because his father's wife is in the Edvah from the Torah. So Eshet Abiv is in the Torah. So Eshet Abi Abiv, the wife of his grandfather, is a direct protection to Eshet Abiv. The Eshet Abi Immo. And they also made a Gezerah on the wife of his mother's father. So that's on the maternal side. So that's uh, a Gezerah. Eshet Abi Immo. Atu Eshet Abi Abiv Atu Eshet Abiv So again you can ask the same question Eshet Abi Imo is a Gezerah The Gezerah But I would say no, that's all in the category of Grandfathers that they were Oser The Eshet Ahi Ha'av Min Ha'im Now, the Wife of the Father's Brother From the mother which means from the paternal side, the half brother from the mother. So that brother's wife would be in Irva. What is it coming to protect? From the Torah, the brother from the father's wife is in Irva Minat Torah. That's Eshet Ahiyav Minav. So the Medic Zerah. Eshet ahi ha'av mina'im. So a half-brother uh, on the father's side from the mother atu eshet ahi ha'av mina'av. That's the Gizan over there. Now, ve eshet ahi ha'im mina'av. So they made a Gizanah as well on the mother's side. Eshet ahi ha'im, the mother's brother from the father. Atu eshet ahi ha'av min ha'im, which is atu the Torah eshet ahi ha'av min ha'av. So you ask again, gezerah le gezerah. But I will say that's all uh, ends. To me, it's the same uh, relationship. Vikalat beno, that actually would be a granddaughter. Kalat beno would now. Kalat beno would be his. Son's daughter-in-law, which means a person has a son and a daughter-in-law. Kalato is asur Torah, so that's what we're coming to protect over here. Now his son has a son and has therefore a wife, got married, so we call that fellow Kalat Beno, the daughter-in-law of his son, which would be his granddaughter-in-law. That's coming to protect. Kalato, which is Isu Torah, the Kalat Bito. Kalat Bito would be a case again. That person has a daughter. His daughter got married. They have a son, and he gets uh, married. And therefore, that would be his granddaughter-in-law again. But we call that Kalat Bito because it's coming from his daughter. Now, Kalat Bito actually is a Gezerah atu Kalat Beno, which is a Gezerah to the Torah of Kalato. 
So that's also like a one big gezerah as well. So those are the uh, eight cases that are forbidden. Which means a person is permitted with the wife of his father-in-law. And his father-in-law remarried, therefore that wife is permitted. Horgo would be a stepson. That would be a son that his wife brings in from a different marriage. The wife of that choreg, the wife of that stepson, would be permissible to that stepfather. The asur bebat horgo. However, the daughter of the choreg, of the stepson, is forbidden to the stepfather. And that is actually in Yisur Minat Torah. Bat Horgo is Yisur Minat Torah. The Gemara will uh, question over here, we're all discussing rabbinical Yisurim over here. Why did the Gemara here decide to give us a, a biblical erva of Bat Horgo? The Horgo Mutar Be'ishto Ubito. The actual Horeg itself would be permissible with his stepfather's wife means if the stepfather gets divorced from his wife, so that wife is permissible with the uh, stepson. Meaning the fellow was married to a lady, she brought in a stepson, the fellow uh, subsequently had a different the fellow had a different wife, so that wife would be permissible to that stepson. Or for that matter, a daughter that he had from a different marriage. They don't share not the same father and not the same mother. And therefore the choreg would be permissible bibito. The eshet horgo, the wife of his stepson, omerito, can tell the stepfather, ani muteretecha, I am permissible to you. Ubiti asuralach, but my daughter is forbidden to you. Right? Your daughter is forbidden. Menatorah. So comes the Gemara and says, Bat Horgo de Oraitai. What are you listing over here in the Shiniot? Bat Horgo, the daughter of the stepson. After all, she is Isuram in the Torah. Dichtiv, et bat bena ve et bat bita. Clearly, it talks about your wife's granddaughter is forbidden. So, this is the wife's granddaughter. So, the Gavras Meshum de Kabayel, the Mitni Sefa. Since we wanted to say the sefa, which the sefa that we just quoted, eshet horgo omeret lo ani muteret lecha ubiti asuralecha beafalgav de biti asuralecha min Torah bedidi lo gazur berabanan. So Tana Reshana me bat horgo. Since we wanted to quote that last saying, with the eshet horgo can tell the stepfather that I'm permissible to you, but my daughter is not. Even though my daughter is Asuram in a Torah, they didn't make a Gezerah on me against you. So therefore we wanted to put the Isur of Bat Horgo in order to set up that line that we wanted to quote, that the Eshet Choreh can tell the Nidon, and tell him, I am permissible to you, but my daughter is not. Even though my daughter is Asuram Irvam in a Torah, they were not Gezer on me, Atu, my daughter. Yeah, the says, if that's the case, if you if, if, if you're quoting, you know, things like that, that people can tell the uh, the, the, the over here, 
let the wife of his father-in-law say a similar statement. Ani ubiti which is, I am permissible, Esht Hamid is permissible, whereas his uh, or her daughter would be forbidden. Because the daughter would be considered Achot Ishto. Da'abiyah Achot Ishto. So they will let him make a similar statement. The Eshet Hamid can say, while I'm permissible to you, even though my daughter is forbidden. Now, daughter is forbidden in the Torah. Because it's considered, if it's the... If it's the daughter of his father-in-law's wife, that means it's his father-in-law's daughter. And he's married to a fa- one of the father-in-law's daughters. That's called Ahot That's a Sumanat Torah. So she can say a similar statement. I'm permissible to you, even though my daughter is forbidden to you from the Torah. So why did the Braita quote that uh, statement? Kibra says, Ha psikale, ha lo psikale. Because one is conclusive and one is not conclusive. Meaning, in the case of Achot Ishto, it's not conclusively in Irva. It's only Asura Mehayim. For example, if this fellow's wife dies, then the daughter of Hamid becomes permissible. Whereas in the case of Bat Horgo, Bat Horgo always remains forbidden. There's never a way that the Bat Horeg can become permissible to the stepfather. So therefore the Gemara is giving a case where it will always be as soon as, a case, as opposed to a case that sometimes can be permissible. Comes the Gemara and continues. Amar Rav. Arba Nashim Yesh Lahem Hifsik. Four out of these eight ladies that we just quoted have Hifsik. Hifsik means the rabbis were only gozer on them, but they didn't go generations above them or generations below them. Meaning on the other four, it's not only limited to the gezerah case, but it'll go to the grandfather, to the great-grandfather, to the great-great. It'll go all the way up the line, or down the line for that matter. So therefore, what are the four that yeshtem hefsek, that have a have an end? So the Gemara says, Amarav arbar nashim yeshlehem hefsek, nakit rav biyadeh tlat. So Rav was able to uh, come up with three out of the four. Seems he had a tradition, he knew there was four, but he only came up with three out of the four. What are the three out of the four? Eshet ahi ha'em mina'av, which means the mother's brother's wife, from the father, she's that they only were osed that generation, but they were not osed a generation up. They weren't osed eshet ahi emaim minav. They didn't go a generation above that. They were only osed eshet ahi em minav because that itself is a gezira. They were only osed eshet ahi. Ha'em mina'av atu eshet ahi ha'av mina'em, which is asur b'shum the Torah of eshet ahi ha'av mina'av. So since that itself is a gezerah, and therefore it's not really connected to the oraita. The oraita is really on the father's side; it's not on the mother's side. So therefore, this is only asur in itself, but they were not osir the generations above it. So that's considered yeshla hefsek. The eshet ahi ha'av. Mina'im, as well even on the father's side. 
Eshet Av, the brothers of, on the father's side, Mina'im, also will be Yishtayef Sik, because that's only Asur Atu Eshet Av, Mina'av. So therefore, since that's also only Mita'am Gezera, Yishtayef Sik, which is they were not Osir Eshet Abi Abiv, Mina'im, and therefore Yishtayef Sik. And the third one, Kalato. But Kalato is a very difficult one to understand. Yeah, because Kalato is assuming a Torah. So what is, what is Rav saying over here? That they were not gozer on uh, Kalato? I mean, Chawra, Kalato has a... Uh, uh, should have a no hefsek. Because Kalato is assuming a Torah. The Chawra, they would oser, for example, Kalat, Kalato, Kalat Beno, Kalat Ben Beno. Chawra, if we're talking about Kalat Beno, for example, the Chawra should go all the way down uh, the line, like the Gemara is going to ask on the Amud Bet. So we'll see exactly what he meant by Kalato. Uz'ili Mosif, Uz'ili was Mosif, the fourth one. Af Eshet Abi Immo. Even Eshet Abi Immo. Now we learned that Eshet Abiv is Asur min Torah. And therefore we said they will go there, Eshet Abi Abiv. Right? On the father's side. And then we said they would go there on Eshet Abi Immo Atu Eshet Abi Abiv Atu Eshet Abiv. So he learns that also since that's Mita'am Gezera Yeshta'em Efsek. Which means on the mother's side Eshet Abi Immo it stopped there. It's not going to go to Eshet Abi Im immo. It's like we go one generation up. So therefore, Zaini adds that fourth one. Whereas according to uh, Rav, just like Eshet Abi Immo is Asur, Eshet Abi Im Immo is also going to be Asur. Which means Rav holds in Lahifsik in that case, where Zaini will hold Yesh Lahifsik. Now, how are you going to remember? Uh, which one Zaini came and added? So the Gemara says, Just remember it, he went above Rav. Because Rav, all his uh, cases, was on the same generation. Was on the same generation of the father. He talked about one generation. Whereas uh, Zaini went one generation of, up. He talked about Eshet Abi Immo. So therefore, Di'illaeh. He talked about a generation above uh, Rav. The Rav, my Tama lo Why didn't uh, Rav say the case of Zaini? Which means, why does he say that Eshet Abi Immo in life sick? So Kabbalah says, my Tama lo hashivne mechlefa le beeshet Abi Abiv. Because we're concerned if we're gonna. Allow Eshet Abi Immo, they might come to uh, be Mikhail on Eshet Abi Abiv. He's going to mix the maternal side with the paternal side. And on the paternal side, everybody agrees in the Ibsik. Because it's on the paternal side where you have the Arva. The Arva is Eshet Abiv. And therefore, Eshet Abiv, Eshet Abi Abiv, Eshet Abi Abi Abiv, it goes all the way up. So the concern was that if they're going to be mekel on Eshet Abi Immo, Rav is concerned he might 
צאוף, אשת הבהמוז מותר, אשת הבהמיז מותר. עד איפה? עד שאני אסור. עד איפה רב מני גזרה, אשת הבהמו, עד תו אשת הבהמיז, זה עושה את עוד רויאפ. So they won't come to make a uh, mistake. So the Gemara says, Uz'ili le'atam shchiyach ve'azil. Le'acha lo shchiyach ve'azil. Uz'ili comes along and says, to his father's side, he's accustomed to go there, and therefore he recognizes that the real parayot, the oraita, are on the father's side. He understands, for example, in this case, Echet Abiv, that's the concern we're worried about in this case, and he's accustomed to go to the father's side, so he's well aware of where the arayot are. He's not so accustomed to go to the mother's side, so then we're not concerned that he's going to mix up the mother's side out to the father's side. Now she's languages, bottom line, Hatam Shriyach De'azil, Lemishpachat Abiv, Adam Ragil Lelech, he knows that there's more arayot concerns on the father's side than on his mother's side. Therefore, not going to be mistaken, not going to mix it up. So therefore, according to Zaidi, we don't have to make a gizera all the way up when it comes to eshet abi immo. Meaning it stops there. Eshet abi immo is asur, but eshet abi em immo is not going to be Asur according to Zaidi, where it's going to be Asur according to Rav. Comes the Gemara and says, Vechalato, which is one of the cases that Rav said that Yeshlaev Sek is Kalato, is a daughter in law. What are you talking about? Deoraitai. Actually, we're going back. Rav counted one of the Shiniyot, one of the eight Shiniyot was Kalato. So the Gemara says, what are you talking? This is already Isur, the Oraita. because the Pasuk says, Ervat kalatecha lo tegaleh. But a person is allowed to reveal the Erva of, of his, uh, of his uh, son. Ervat kalatecha means the daughter-in-law. So therefore, what, if it's a Oraita kalato, kalat beno that is, so why then did he say, em lahef sek? The rule is, once you have an Isud de Oraita, down the line it should be Asud. Kalato, Kalat Beno, Kalat Ben Beno, Kalat Ben Ben Beno. So why did he say that Kalato Yeshta Efsek? If Kalat Beno is de Oraita, it should be Enla Efsek. Why did he say Yeshta Efsek? That's the question of the Gemara. Good? Gemara says, Ema Kalat Beno. So why don't you say, when he said kalato, he didn't mean kalato. Kalato vadais asur. He meant kalat beno. So the Kabbalah says, vikalat beno, yeshla efsek. So what are you talking Even if he meant kalat beno. Kalato he couldn't have meant, because kalato is the oraita. Fine, that, 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 that's not the case. So he meant kalat beno then. You tell me, kalat beno has a efsek? Ve'atanya kalato erva. The actual door in law is considered an erva. Kalat beno shiniya. That's the shiniya le erva. Vechen ataomet bebno uben beno ad sof kol adot. So you see, kalat beno also in life's sake. So the question, Rav, what did you mean when you said kalato in yesh life's sake? What's the case? It cannot be his door in law. His door in law is asur. It cannot be kalat beno because kalat beno in life's sake. So what are you talking about? Ela ema kalat bito. 
צריך חידוש אינסטנט, כלת ביתו יש לה הפסק. אגן, כלת ביתו is only a sun atu, כלת בנו, which is only a sun atu, כלתו. So therefore, on the כלת ביתו side, they were not osed it all the way down, which is כלת. Bat Bito, etc. would be permissible. I heard this from a great man. What did Rabbi Ami say? Rabbi Ami said a cryptic statement. They weren't or said Kala only on account of Kala. The Amruli Kaldae, once the stargazers told me, Zanapha's not talking about himself, the stargazers once told me, Malfena have it. You're going to be a teacher. Malfena. Amina, so I said to myself, what level teacher am I going to be? Avina. If I'm going to become, if the stargazer meant I'm going to become a great man, Asbira Middati. Then I'll be able to probably figure out an Ami statement on my own. When he said that Lo Asru Kalato Ela Mishum Lo Asru Kala Ela Mepne Kala. He says, What did that stargazer mean when he told me I'm going to be a great teacher or teacher? Well, if I can figure it out myself, then I know already I'm going to be a great man. But if all he meant is me, I'm going to be a school teacher to teach children. Then I'll probably have to ask the rabbis, the Vibhadash, what the Ami statement meant. He says, no, I figured it out. And therefore he had an omen that he knew he was going to become a great man. Jeez, that was the same as Kalat Bito is only as soon as Kalat Beno. Kalabeno's only a sur mitam kalato. Therefore, really, kalat mito is only a, a shinia atu. So, therefore, they weren't gozer all the way down the line of kalat mito. Therefore, kalat mito, like Rav said, yeshla hefsek. Mashi'enken kalat beno ena hefsek. Because again, since that's on the line with the irba'is, kalato, kalat beno, kalat ben beno, etc., ad sof, kolat I'll give you, uh, uh, for example, we're talking, Kegon, Kalata Debe Barsitae. Like the daughters in law of Barsitae. Barsitae, as well as all the cases we're going to give now, those were families that had both sides. They had Kala from the sons, and they had Kala from the daughters. And therefore, in such families, we understand the Gizrab Hazal. They will say kalat bito atu kalat beno. Like in such films where they have on both sides. Which means they have kala from the sons and they have kala from the daughters. So therefore, now we understand the Gizrab Hazal. Kalat bito atu kalat beno. the family of Barzitae. Well, they had both. Rapapa amar kegon kalata debe rapapa. Like the daughters in law of the family of rapapa. Same thing, they had both kalat binos and kalat bitos. Rabbapa barabba. Rabbashe amar kegon kalatat memori bar Isaac. They also had kalat binos and kalat bitos. Ibai lehu, the Kabbalah now goes on and asks a question. 
אשת אחיה אם מן האם. מהו? This is a case that we didn't discuss yet. This is an unknown until this point. That would mean the mother's brother, or the wife of the mother's brother from the mother. Till now we only discussed אשת אחיה אם מן האב. And we will go there that atu eshet achiha av min ha'im, which is asur atu eshet achiha av min ha'av. However, now the Gemara is questioning, what about, how far are you going to go? What about eshet achiha im min ha'im? Is that going to be asur as well? Gemara says, eshet achiha av min ha'im, ve'eshet achiha im min ha'av, de'ikat sad av. Who the Gazula Banan? Could be the reason why we would go zed on Eshet Ahiya Em Av, because they said Av. We go zed out to Eshet Ahiya Av Mina Em, because again you have that father connection. As long as there's a father connection, because that's where the advice, the advice of the father said Eshet Ahiya Av Mina Av, so I can understand why you go zed. However, Avalecha Deleka Sad Av Lo Gazula Banan. But here there's no Sad Av, there's no father. It's Eshet Ahiya Em Mina Em. So maybe the rabbis didn't go so far to be gozer, or dilma, lo shena. Or bottom line, maybe they didn't make a gezra, meaning bottom line, it's a brother, a brother from the mother, and then we didn't make a hanuk. So that's the Gemara's question. How far did the Achami make their gezra? Amar of Safra, Safra, what are you talking about? He gufa gezra. It itself is a gezra, which means. Even Ahiya Em Min Ha'av is a Gezerah. Ve'ana Nikum V'nigzot Gezerah L'Gezerah. You want to come now and say that Esht Ahiya Em Min Ha'em is going to be a Gezerah L'Gezerah. You're setting the, the mother's side atu, the father's side atu. Esht Ahiya Em Min Ha'av, it's too far. So therefore he says, Gezerah L'Gezerah. Tadat Gebra says, hold it. Amar Avah. That, 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 that's your first question you had now with Gezerah the Gezerah? There's many cases in this uh, Gezerah here where it's really Gezerah the Gezerah. For example, the Gemara says, Immo Erva. The mother is Isur Torah. Em Immo, mother's mother, Shiniyah. Vegazu al Em Abiv, Mishum Em Immo. Like we learned, they were Gozer on Em Abiv atu Em Immo. Ah, that's a gezerah l'gezerah. V'ta'ama mai, kulehu debe imar bati karula. That's all considered grandmothers. And therefore it's all the same gezerah. Another example. Eshet abiv irva. His father's wife is considered in irva min al-Torah. Eshet abi abiv shiniyah. Good, that's a shiniyah, meaning his grandfather's wife. V'gazru al eshet abi immo. So they went to his... Grandmother on his mother's side, Mishum Eshet Abi Abiv. Add to the grandmother on the father's side. Gezerah the Gezerah. V'ta'amamai. What's the reason why they got away with that? Kolehu debe Abarabah Karula. That's called Abarabah. That's all grandfathers. So therefore, it's all considered one Gezerah. Similarly, Eshet Achia Av Mina Av Irva. The father is the paternal brother from the father. Eshet Achia Av Mina Av Is Irva Mina Torah. Eshtahiya Abna Em Shiniya. 
מנהם. חוסר גזלה שווה, גזלה לגזלה, תראו אוסר. אשת אחיה אם מן האב, אטו אשת אחיה אב מן האם, וג'ס אסור אטו אשת אחיה אב מן האב, אז גזלה לגזלה. וטעמה מאי, אז מה הלוגיק בו? משום דחולו דבן דודי קרי לו. בן דודי זה לא קונסידרד אנס. So therefore, my, we're back to the question. Do we go there? What's he saying? So because one gets it out, gets it out. So she's an ant as well. Eshet ahiyah em mina em is an ant. So we go there on that case as well. Says Tashema, Tehi atar of Yudah, Barshila, Amar Amri b'ma'arava, Kol shebenekeba erva. You have a cloud. Any case, where you have in the Nekeva, that's an Irvam in the Torah, and the female, that's a Irvam in the Torah, Bezachar, in the comparable case, if it was a male, Gazu al Ishto Mishum Shiniyah. The wife of that male would be a Shiniyah. Let's just review the rule again, then we'll see examples and it'll become crystallized. Any case we have a Nekeva that's an Irvam, Substitute that nikeva with a comparable uh, level to a zakhar, and his wife would be isur shiniya. Actually, it's a question. Is that a rule? Uchlalahu? You tell me that's a rule? I'll give you some exceptions. Hamoto erva. Hamoto would be his mother in law. His mother in law is an erva. Now, what's the rule we just said? Kod shubedekeva erva. So put a zakhar now. Eshet hamiv. Hamiv would be the zakhar, compatible, and his wife. So the wife of the father-in-law. Let me see about the wife of the father-in-law. Muteret. Muteret. So how could you tell me, Kod shubedekeva erva, eshet bezakhar eshto shiniya. This case of me, hamoto is a erva. Switch it to a male, make it Habib, his wife, Eshit Habib is not a suit, Mutar we said. So the rule doesn't apply to that case. I'll give you another exception. Bat Hamoto Erva. The daughter of his mother in law is an Erva. But that is considered a hotishto. Eshit Ben Hamoto. Now switch the Bat Hamoto to Ben Hamoto, to Razakhar. So the son of your. Uh, Mother-in-law's wife. That is muteret. <laughs> so you see the rule doesn't apply as well. Bat hamiv erva. Now go to the daughter of your father-in-law. Now we just did the case of daughter of the mother-in-law. Go to the daughter of the father-in-law. Same case. Eshet ben hamiv muteret. The wife of the son of your father-in-law is muteret. Another exception. Cholakto erva. Which means, let's say it's a stepdaughter. A stepdaughter is considered erva. To the stepfather. But transfer that to a man, his wife, that means Eshet Horgo, is Muteret. Another exception, Bat Horakto Erva. The daughter of Horakto, the daughter of the stepdaughter is considered Erva. Eshet Ben Horgo, but the wife of Ben Horgo would be permissible, be Muteret. So therefore, what case uh, did uh, Rav Yehudah Bar Shila come along to include what he said, Kol Shebenekeva Asura, 
הוא ערבה בשכר גז הוא על אשתו משום שנהיה. זה גבר עשה זאת הירק אייס. והד רב יהודה בר שירה לעיתויי מאי, הוא עושה כמיתה אינקלודן. לאו לעיתויי אשת אחי האם מן האם. must be coming to include a case of אשת אחי האם מן האם, which means the mother's brother from the mother's wife. Why? Because the chodesh b'nekema erva gazru b'zachar gazru. Ishto mishum shniya. Which means in the male case, which means if this would be eshet achia av mina av, it would be or mina em, it would be asur ishto. So therefore, eshet achia em mina em would also be. Asur, which is, this is the case that Rav was coming, that Rav Yehuda was coming to be Osir. Look at that sheet. Now what's the Irva over here on the Nekeva side? A regular uh, sister. Mother's sister from the mother is an Irva. ערווה, תכתיב ערווה תחות אמך, ודרשינה בבד היא במתו בן מן האב, בן מן האם. הלקח בזכר, גז הוא על אשתו. So now in that case over there, if the... ערווה, let's listen to the way we're applying the rule now. The ערווה would be נקבה. What's נקבה ערווה? אחות אמו. Change אחות אמו to זכר, that would be the אח of אמו. His wife would be a שנייה. That means... אחות, אח אמו, אשת, אחיו, אחות אמו מאמו, would be a שנייה. The case of ערבב נקבה would be what again? אחותו. That's a סומנה תורה. Transfer אחותו to a אח, אשתו would be a שנייה. That would be אחיו מנאם, just like אחותו מנאם is an ערבב, אח מנאם אשתו. would be a Shaniya. Uh, so that's what you see, the Gemara is answering, it is indeed Asur Eshet Ahi Ha'em Min Ha'em Asura Koin to the Gemara. So the Gemara goes one more point. Ma'i Shina Ha'neh Uma'i Shina Ha'ah Which means, you gave exceptions. One exception we gave above was Eshet Hamiv. When you told me, Eshet Hamiv, the wife of his uh, father-in-law, is considered uh, permissible. The Eshet Ben Hamiv, U Ben Hamoto, the Eshet Chorgo, U Ben Chorgo. Even though the Nekeva is Irva, which means even though Hamoto is Irva, for example, let's just give one case so you'll see the rule. Hamoto we said is Irva. That's what Torah. So we said, "Kodesh benekeba irva bezachar." That make it make it hamiv now. Beishto lo gazru. That means eshet hamiv lo gazru. Why not? Why, when it came to this case, for example, of eshet hamiv lo gazru, but in the case of we have achot imo me imo eshto gazru. What's the difference? Why does the rule apply to some cases and to some cases not? Kibra says, Ha behad gidushin mekarevla, Hane adi ika tre kidushin lo mekarevdehu. 
The answer is like this. The isur of the case of the wife of the father-in-law, in order for that to become asur, two kiddushin are needed. It's two kiddushin away from the nidon. Why? Well, first the nidon has to make a kiddushin to marry his wife. So that already is osir, uh, let's say, his mother-in-law. Okay? But now, that father-in-law has to remarry another lady. So therefore, it's two kiddushin away. You need his kiddushin to create the adva. It's got to be now, Hamid got to marry again. That far already, the Hamid will not go zir. However, in our case over that we're discussing, already, Ahot Imor is Asur immediately, which means, off the bat, the uh, relations over here are Asur, even from one Kiddushin, Rashi. Ha'eshet Achiyahim, the wife of Achiyahim, of the mother's brothers, that's already with one Kiddushin is going to be Asur. Meaning, once he gets married, so automatically Eshtachiyahim becomes Asur. Legabedahai, meaning the Kiddushin Shikitsha Achiyimmo. Okay, that okay, which means the Kiddushin that Achiyimmo got married already, even before he got married, that's correct. <laughs> exactly, he doesn't have to get married. Which means once Eshet Achiyimmo, once they got married, once his mother's brother from his the mother's side got married, so that one kiddushin away is said on him, that becomes his aunt. So therefore, since that's only one kiddushin away to make the enma, gazru be rabbanan. But in the case of Echit Hamiv, he has to get married to make the correct treat him and his in-laws, and then his father wants to get married again to, to make Echit Hamiv. That's two kiddushins away. On that, Akamim, Wanat, Gozeh, Amen, Amen.